Hey, Torah Time listeners, it's Mara and Ravi. One year ago, we made a whole season of episodes on the Book of Brayshit. Now that the Torah cycle has started again, we're right back at the beginning of the Torah. You know what, Ima? The partridge jokes still make me laugh. So as you listen to this episode, either again or for the very first time, think about where you were one year ago today. What's changed now that you're one year older and one year wiser? Come on, let's get to the episode. Happy listening and happy learning. Hi there, I'm Mara. And I'm Ravi. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning Torah together and we're excited to learn with you. Hey, Ima, I know a good joke. Really, Ravi? You know a good joke? Which animal can Noah not trust? I don't know. A cheetah. Wow, Ravi, you're really showering me with jokes today. Now, let's talk about the flood in Parshat Noah. The world had become wicked, and the people in it had become filled with evil. Except for Noah. Noah was a tzaddik. God said to Noah, I'm bringing a flood of rain to destroy everything, so you must build an ark, a teva. Noah built the teva, a big boat that would survive the flood. He collected every kind of animal, seven pairs of each kosher animal and one pair of each non-kosher animal, and brought the animals and his family inside. The rain came down for 40 days and 40 nights. The floodwaters rose up and covered everything, even the tallest mountain. After the earth had been flooded with water for 150 days, God remembered Noah, and the water started to retreat. When it was safe to come out, Noah went back onto the land and built a mizbeach, an altar, and made a sacrifice to God. Let's look closely at God's response. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless it's starting to rain. Then quick, go close all the windows. Ready? We're in the fourth aliyah. Vayarach Adonai et reach anichoach Vayomer Adonai elibo lo sif lekalel od et adama ba'avur ha'adam ki yetzer lev ha'adam ramin urav v'la'osif od lehakot et kochai ka'asher asiti. God smelled the pleasing smell, and God said in God's heart, I will never again doom the earth because of humanity since the Yetzer, conscience, of the human mind is evil from youth, and I will never again destroy every living being as I have done. So, Ravi, what do you notice in this pasuk? It says that God says in God's heart, but it doesn't actually say that God said to anybody. It says that God basically, like, thought it to God's self, instead of, like, sharing it with everybody. Well, there wasn't anybody, really. So you think God is just sort of thinking either out loud or thinking thinking in God's own heart? Yeah. Hmm. What do you think God was feeling? Sad. Sad how? God created humans just to see them being mean. 
And then what happens after the what happens after the flood? What does God put up in the sky as a sign? A rainbow. A, a promise. Rainbow. A rainbow, yeah. Right. And what was that what was that promise? That God would never destroy the human earth again. God would never destroy humans again with a flood. And God did a very good job of keeping that over two thousand years. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's amazing when we look up at the sky after a huge, huge rainstorm and we see that rainbow and we say, Zocher Habrit, that God remembers this promise, this covenant that God made with us to never again destroy the earth. I remember the first time I saw a rainbow. You do? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. So we were with Aunt Jessica and Uncle Josh and we were coming from I don't know what. And I remember it was pouring. And when we got home, it stopped, and there was a rainbow in the sky. Amazing. Remember that time you saw a double rainbow? Those are the coolest. How do you understand God's words that happened right after this? I will never again doom the earth because of humanity, since the Yetzer, the conscience of the human mind, is evil from youth. What does that mean to you? I have no clue. So I wonder if instead of it meaning um, that people might be evil from the time they're young or from the time they're born, it's sort of that we, we have this choice. We have this free will or this choice of being able to choose one thing or choose another thing. Right before the, right before the flood, how were people choosing and behaving in the world? Horribly. Horribly, right? That's why... That's why we know God got angry or God got sad and brought the brought the flood to destroy the world and and start again. Uh-huh. So what's really interesting is actually we see the same phrase about the humans yetzer about their conscience before the flood as well. God before the flood says because of humans yetzer because of all of this evil doing I'm going to destroy the earth. And after the flood, God says, I'm actually never again going to destroy the earth because of humanity's Yetzer, because of their conscience. So what do you think made the difference from before the flood to after the flood? Well, it kind of sounds like God has a change of heart a little bit. God has a change of heart. It's really interesting because that was from the very beginning of what you noticed that God said in God's heart. Can you say more about that? I mean, it's kind of like the complete opposite of Pharaoh because Pharaoh had like a hard heart all the time. But God's heart was, I guess, a little bit hard, but then it became softer. So God had a change of heart. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think God was like Pharaoh where he's like, ugh, I'm really angry with you and I'm always going to have a hard heart. But I think God has a change of heart. That God has a change of heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. One of my friends and colleagues, Rabbi Shai Held, says that it's really interesting to think about the same phrase before and after the flood because humans didn't change. God did. God's perspective on humans changed. Well, God or God's heart, but yeah, also God's perspective. Right. And that that there was this judgment that God made, but now there's this amazing possibility of compassion because God had a softer heart. Ravi, what do you think about this idea that the yetzer of the human mind is evil from youth? Do you think... That means that people are 
born either good or evil? No. Because it's kind of like when you're born, it's kind of like you're on a roller coaster. Like you're you um like you're in control and when you're born, that's the start, and then you get to a two-part way. One named good and one named evil, and you can pick which one you go. I mean, you can always come back like Darth Vader. <laughs> Like Darth Vader, right? Do you think it's always all one or all the other? No, because he started out good, then he was bad, then he was good, then he was bad, then he was good. And then he died. Was he bad or did he make some bad choices along the way? He was bad. He was a Sith Lord. (laughs) When we think about the people in our lives and the people that we're in community with, right? Think about how... People might not be all one thing or all another, but we're all sort of a, a mix of all different kinds of things. And sometimes we make good choices and other times we don't make good choices. What can we do if we don't make a good choice? Well, is it to somebody? Because if it's to somebody, I guess you could apologize. You can apologize, right? It's not only just saying I'm sorry, but it also means when we face the same situation again, what do we do? We make a different choice. Do you think God's a good role model for us? Yeah, because even if you do something really, really bad, you can still, like, when you come in that situation, just do it a different way. God is being a good role model for us in this moment because God did something, what we think is pretty terrible, destroyed the earth, but then made this promise not to do it again. And if we're in a situation where maybe one time we would have made not such a great choice, when we're in the same situation again or confronted with the same kinds of circumstances, we can maybe look to God as a role model and say, maybe we also can make a different choice in this moment. Maybe we can approach this with compassion and with love instead of with anger and with sadness. Ravi, I loved learning with you today, and we can talk about the Parsha more with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? What one of their signs will be to people um, if they make a really big mistake. Wow. I love it. I wonder what everyone's going to answer. Me too. Thank you so much for being a part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parsha Lech Lecha. Until, Until next Torah time! time.